Welcome to Worship with Willie, a Christian Helps ministry that addresses real-life issues with biblical answers in this dark world as we bring forth the light of Christ. Today, our world continues to plunge into the depths of darkness, being ever blinded by sin and iniquity. But there is a light for all those that seek it. Brother Willie's insight and real-life principles will challenge young and mature Christians to walk in the light of Christ in these dark times. Please join us now as Brother Willie brings today's message. This is the day that the Lord hath made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. We want to welcome you back to the Worship with Willie podcast and radio program. As we look at recent events over the last couple months, we see an ever-increasing amount of horrific events. These events disrupt life and the routines that we hold dear. Sometimes we take these things for granted, do we not? Is God trying to stir the pot and wake up America? Even if God does stir the pot, he will still be there to help us and carry us through as we live our American dream. Listen as Faith and Samuel Lore and special singer Joseph Habedank sing the song, Live the Dream. Imagine seeing all the nations walking hand in hand. Where hate has failed, love has prevailed, and there's peace throughout the land. To be in such a place of hope and harmony Can't the younger have this vision And the older dream this dream We need to bring a little heaven Down here on earth We need to really love our neighbor And know each life has worth Let's live the dream Seize the day, look on the fields, it's time to wake. Let's lift our voice in one accord, proclaiming Jesus still saves. Seek the lost, hear the cries, lift up the cross, pass no one by. It's now our time to be a light and shine for Jesus the King. Live the Sounds as a thousand tongues sing praises. So many happy smiles and glows upon their faces. Children are laughing, playing safely in the park. And the people are not fearful of the dark. What if we brought a little heaven down here? If we really love our neighbor And know each life has worth Let's live the dream Seize the days look on the fields It's time to wait Let's lift our voice in one accord Proclaiming Jesus still saves Seek the lost Hear the cries Lift up the cross Past no one by It's now our time to Light and shine for Jesus for the King Live the dream A place where hunger starts And violence dies Where no homes are torn apart And the bitter tears roll to life Let's live 
to wake Let's lift our voice in one accord Proclaiming Jesus saves was Faith and Samuel Lore featuring Joseph Habedank singing their song, Live the Dream. As we look at the recent events that's happened in our country, everything from the Las Vegas shooting to the flooding, the natural disasters, we're reminded that an all-knowing, all-powerful, and ever-present God is everywhere, and he still has human beings in mind. As we turn to our text today, our text is found in Numbers, chapter number 16. Numbers 16. We'll just go through it line by line. I won't read the text because uh, I've got a lot of stuff to cover today. If I had to title this, it would be America's Wake Up Call. You know, an alarm clock is a timekeeping device that is set to make a loud sound in order to keep the user from sleeping through the day. Alarm clocks vibrate, make noise, play music, even present a shock in order to get the attention of the one that submits to it. However, an alarm clock will only work if you set it or if you have one in the first place. The alarm clock has one task to remind the user that enough time has passed and now it is time to get up. My friends, God has put in our lives an alarm clock. It's called the Bible. And he uses events to get our minds back focused to this alarm clock. Amen. In the book of Numbers, we see a lot of things that happen. What is America's wake-up call? Is God trying to wake up America? How is God trying to wake up America? Number one, when the people fail to follow God and his representative. Number 16, 1 through 7. I'll read it for you. Number 16, 1 through 7. Now Korah, the son of Ismar, the son of Kohath, the son of Levi, and Dathan and Abiram, the sons of Eliab, and On, the son of Pilath, the sons of Reuben, took men. When you read numbers, there's a lot of sons there. So if I butcher them, bear with me. And they rose up before Moses and a certain of the children of Israel, 250 princes of the assembly, famous in the congregation, men of renown. And they gathered themselves together against Moses and against Aaron and said to them, you take too much upon you, seeing all the congregation are holy, every one of them. And the Lord is among them. Wherefore? Then lift ye yourselves up above the congregation of the Lord. And Moses heard it and he fell on his face. When people fail to follow God and his representative, as we see in verses one and two, some people will not follow God and his representative because they want it their way. I once heard a preacher say that most people want their religions like they want, like they wanted a Burger King, have it their way. What we need is old fashioned, hot and juicy like Wendy's. Amen. (laughs) Uh, It makes me hungry for Wendy's. But some people do. They won't follow what God says and the preacher says they want to do it their own way. And then they get upset when things don't work out and they come crying back to the man of God or hate him because of their own ignorance. You might as well just say, man, that's good preaching. Verse number three, those same people will become frustrated with God's holy way and seek to bring their own holy way into the equation. 
We see right here in verse number three, it says, And they gathered themselves against the, against Moses and against Aaron, and said unto them, Ye take too much upon you, seeing all the congregation are holy. What they're trying to do is they're trying to throw their own righteousness in there. I know people that they'll never look towards God righteousness. They'll say, well, I go to church. You know, I, I, I pray. I'll read the Bible. You know, I, I, I fast. I take communion. I do all these things. That's great. And that's fine. However, the Bible says, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the Pharisees, you'll not enter the kingdom of heaven. There's a lot of there's a lot of Pharisees out here. People say, well, I'm I, I'm this. I'm that. I'm this. It doesn't matter what you are. It matters what God is. When we fail to follow God's way, we are heading towards a wake up call. We will return for part two of today's message. But now on to story and song. One day, a young man named Tim that is barely making a living heads into work and makes several chance encounters that will forever change his life. As he is walking to work, he walks under a water faucet. This seems strange, he says. And as he finishes talking, he sees a nearly dried out potted plant on the same sidewalk. He slides the plant into the stream of the water faucet and continues his journey. A few streets later, he sees an elderly lady that's a street cart vendor trying to push her cart onto the sidewalk. He runs over and says, let me help and eagerly helps her to raise the heavy cart over the curb and onto the sidewalk. She thanks him, and he continues on his journey to work. Later during the day, he takes his lunch break and is excited to eat his meager meal consisting of one chicken leg, half a plate of rice, a few greens, and a glass of water. Just as he begins to eat his lunch, an emaciated dog comes up and begs for food. Having compassion, the young man sighs and gives the poor dog his chicken. The dog grabs the food and runs away. Observing everything, a man that owned a restaurant nearby whispers, what a waste. That young man is wasting his food on that dumb animal. Once he finishes his lunch, he goes back to work. On the way home from work, the man runs into a homeless mother and daughter on the sidewalk, selling items and seeking donations. As he approaches, he notices a sign written on cardboard that says, For Education. He looks into his wallet and pulls out money from one of his bills that he has to pay later and gives it to the unfortunate family. There was a man on the side of the street that shook his head and whispered to himself, What a waste. That young man is wasting his money. There's no hope for them. On his way home, the young man purchased two bunches of bananas and politely hung them on his neighbor's door and went into his apartment. The neighbor came out, quietly took the fruit, and quickly closed the door. The next day, the same man walked under the same water faucet to see the same tree in the place where he had placed it in the same condition. He sighed and continued to walk. He noticed the same woman from yesterday looking around, waiting for him to help her. She smiled and happily yelled, There you are! And he ran over and helped her move her cart over the curb as he did yesterday. The young man smiled and continued to work. On his lunch break, he ate the same meal, but this time he brought two pieces of chicken, one for him and one for that dog. The dog ran up, and the man eagerly shared his lunch again with the dog. As he gave the dog the food, the dog once again ran off and disappeared, leaving him alone for lunch. 
Similar to yesterday, the same mother and daughter were on the part of the sidewalk doing the same thing. The man looked into his wallet and noticed that not only was he short on money for his bill, he realized that if he gave them more money, he would not have anything to pay on his bill. He sighed and again placed the last bit of money into the family's cup, smiled, and left on his way home. He felt a little tired, so he took the bus home today. He took a seat and began enjoying the views. The bus stopped and picked up more riders, leaving all the seats taken and one woman standing. He said, would you like to sit down? And she said, yes. And he stood up while she took his seat. He smiled and she began to cry. Not knowing what to think, he said, see you next time, as he exited at his stop. He bought his same two bunches of bananas and hung one on his neighbor's door. She came out and quietly took the fruit and went back into her apartment. He goes through his evening routine, eating dinner, feeding his animals, and praying that God would show him what the meaning of life was for him. He completes his routine for just about a week. There is no change, and he begins to become discouraged. Week 2 Tim walks to work and sees the same water faucet doing the same thing, but he sees a few green leaves on the plant. This gives him hope. He runs into the same elderly lady and she smiles and begins to laugh and joke around with Tim as he helps her. He feeds that dog his entire lunch today, but instead of the dog running away, it stays and Tim begins to pet it. As Tim walks back to work, the dog begins to follow him. He quickly adopts the dog and calls her name Alice. Tim walks home, still excited from his new friend, and comes by the homeless mother and daughter and discovers that the daughter isn't there. He asks, where's your daughter? And just as he finishes speaking, the daughter in an excited voice calls out, Mom! Tim looks over and sees that the rags that she had worn for the past week has been replaced by a brand new dress uniform. Her face is clean and her hair is straight and neat. He looks with amazement and wipes a tear from his eye as they say thank you. The man that once said he was wasting his money now looks in shock because he thought there was no hope. Over the next few weeks, Tim sees dramatic changes and learns some incredible lessons. That plant, it was a rare tree that required constant watering in order to grow and mature. This tree is worth more than his yearly salary. The lady with the cart, she lost her husband and was in jeopardy of losing her business. And with Tim's help and encouragement, she kept her business running, of which Tim is now part owner. That dog was a circus dog with the highest animal IQ to ever work in the circus. She lost her owner weeks before and didn't trust. She needed someone to be patient with her. That dog now serves Tim faithfully and eats very well. <laughs> People had treated the lady on the bus rudely because she divorced her husband after years of abuse. Tim was the only person to show her kindness and restore her hope in humanity. That family that was on the sidewalk begging for education money recently lost their husband and father. They were kicked out of their home but made it a priority 
to have their daughter get an education no matter what happened to them. Tim single-handedly paid for her education and now befriends the family. The lady that Tim gave the bananas to had been praying for food for days. Her elderly husband had contracted scurvy and needed fresh fruit to heal. She prayed for these things because they had no money in order to get them. She would pray for fruit to help her husband heal and at the end of praying, she would hear the sound at her door. It was Tim putting bananas on her door. When she was ready and her husband healed, she came out and gave Tim a hug and cried as she introduced him to her husband that his sacrifice saved. Tim sought the meaning of life and discovered that helping others gives them hope and seeing their success gave him hope. Maybe you're discouraged and depressed due to the current state of the world. Just remember that our Heavenly Father places people in our path to give hope. Listen as Karen Peck and New River sings their song, Hope for All Nations. The world is so hungry, but we hold the bread of life. Surrounded by darkness, but we know the name of the light. In a day so divided, we have the love that unites. Jesus, Jesus, He is hope, hope, hope for all nations, hope, hope for every need, hope, hope for the life that's been broken. He's
That was Karen Peck and New River singing their song, Hope for All Nations. You know, my friend, sometimes in this life, it seems as if all hope is gone, especially when we see needless and senseless killings and senseless suffering and senseless acts of violence against nonviolent people. I don't know why people do things the way they do. Maybe they're stuck in some kind of world that they can't escape from and they feel their only recourse is to hurt others and hurt themselves as they leave this world. And sometimes, my friend, the addict or the ones that have terrible addictions or terrible struggles, they live in the same place. Maybe in your life, you feel like there's nothing I can do. I have no hope. Things are going the same way. It seems like you're, you're trying to do good, you're trying to do good, and you can't help but do something bad. Or you're trying to live a certain way and do a certain thing, and, and it seems like the more you try to do good, the more bad comes up. And it's like, I just want to give up. Why is it worth trying if this is going to be the end result? My friend, there is hope. Apostle Paul said, if we have hope only in this life, we of all men would be most miserable. You don't have to live in addiction or in a terrible struggle. You can have hope today. And that hope is found in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Reformers Unanimous is a faith-based ministry that focuses on healing the spiritual and retraining the physical. We meet every Friday at 7 p.m. until 9 p.m. If you or someone you know has an addiction and needs help, please join us at one of our nationwide chapters or the chapter in your local area. You can be free, finally. If you have liked what you've heard and would like more Worship with Willie, you can find us at www.worshipwithwilly.org. That's www.worshipwithwilly.org. There you'll find links to our social media outreach to include Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud, and YouTube, as well as many more daily Christian helps. If you would like to donate to Worship with Willie, I highly encourage you to put those funds into your local church for the furtherance of the gospel in your neighborhood. However, if you or your organization feel compelled to make a donation, please visit our website and click on the donation tab to make your monetary donation. You can also mail your gift to our address, Worship with Willie, 7399 North High Street, Columbus, Ohio, 43235. Thank you in advance for helping to support the Lord's work. And now, back to the message. For a world that's lost and dying Without any hope For all the lonely people trying to find their way back home For the broken and abandoned For the battered and abused For the one who needs salvation For the hurt and the confused Somebody pray Somebody pray Somebody intercede in Jesus' name your every need and all you've got to do is just believe call out to him in faith somebody pray for those 
those whose dreams seem shattered and far beyond repair for all those heavy burdens that seem so hard to bear for the one who feels forsaken with nothing left at all for the one who needs forgiveness through the power of the cross somebody pray somebody pray somebody intercede in Jesus name for he knows your every need and all you've got to do is just believe call out to him in was Somebody Pray by my friends Deborah Perry and Jaden's Call. You know, oftentimes, the only time that we'll ever have the realm of hope is when we pray to the one that can give hope. Amen. In the first segment, we spoke about when people fail to follow God and his representative and what happens. Now we're going to talk about when people fail to fervently pray. Verse four, as we read before, here's verse four, and it says, and when Moses heard it, he fell upon his face. Oftentimes, when bad things happen and when people don't follow what God says, the man of God's responsibility or the woman of God's responsibility is to stop and fervently pray. When we hear things that go against God and his holy law and his character, especially when the multitudes follow it, we should immediately pray that God sends quick resolution. Moses knew that if he didn't stop and fall on his face and pray and intercede for the people, that something bad would happen. And it did. We'll talk about that here in a moment. When we fail to pray for the mind of God and the hand of God to be stayed, we inadvertently condone whatever action is taking place. As we read later in the scripture, we see that as a result of that, God sent fiery serpents. He let all these bad things happen. And we'll cover a lot of this stuff next week. Verse 13, it says, it is a small thing that thou has brought us out of the land that floweth with milk and honey. 
to kill us in the wilderness, except thou make thyself altogether a prince over us. They're mocking Moses. They're saying, hey, why did you bring us out of here? They don't realize or they didn't think about it that God brought them out. God just used Moses as the shepherd. Somebody once told me, listen to this. A former Satan worshiper once told me this. He said that as he as he met with all these different people, he said once he became a Christian, there's some things I do and I don't believe. Um, I'm kind of inclined to believe this. But he said that when he became a when he became a Christian, there were some things that happened. But he said as he, as he was an, a, a Satan worshiper, he said that um, there were some houses, some streets and some places that they were off limits to. The person that interviewed him asked him why. He said, because the people that was in that house or in that neighborhood or whatever, they would pray and they would pray. And it was like they was they was a hedge. They couldn't penetrate that place. They couldn't go into it. They were not allowed. It was off limits. They were protected by all these thousands of angels or what, whatever was there. And he said when he became a Christian, he had the same protection, but he was still afraid because he knew the powers of darkness. Let me tell you something. When we pray, it's not just a time where we just ask God for stuff. It's a time where we commune with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. For all intents and purposes, we were in the throne room of heaven communing with God. God help us if we don't spend time praying. And I'm talking to myself, too, because I know I don't pray as much as I should. When's the last time you sat down and actually prayed to God? You came and talked to him and asked him what he wants you to do instead of asking him what he can give you. When's the last time we did that? God help us. God loves us. But at the same time, God wants us to commune with him. That's why he made us. He made us so he can have fellowship with us. Number one. And number two, for us to worship him. That's what God created us for. And if we're doing anything else besides that, my friend, as a race, as a being, as a species, we have missed the mark. And again, today is a day of salvation. My friend, if you don't know the God that I speak of, maybe you've missed the mark and you don't even know the God that I'm speaking of. If you don't know him today, you can know him. Maybe you'll pray a prayer, something like this. The words can't save you. The prayer can't save you, but your faith and trust in Christ can. Maybe you'll say, dear Lord Jesus. Forgive me for being a sinner. I know that I have a sin nature. I know that this nature is enough to take me to a place called hell for eternity. Lord, the best I know how. I'm willing to sell. I'm willing to. I'm willing to submit myself to you. Lord, I trust you now as my personal Lord and Savior. Please come into my heart and save me. With your blood. Dear Lord, thank you for saving me. In Jesus name. Amen. My friend, if you prayed that prayer, I would love to send you some material to start your growth in the Lord. The very first thing I often have people do is when they start a new life as a Christian, they start reading the Bible. You say, how do I read the Bible, Brother Willie? Do I start in Genesis? Do I start in Revelation? No, I suggest starting in John three and going forward from there. But I would highly suggest that if you said that prayer, you write to me, maybe write to this radio station and maybe say, Brother Willie, I trust that Christ is my savior. I would love to have some material. 
I would be glad to send you some material. Or you can look me up, Worship with Willie. Just go on the internet and type in Worship with Willie. Find our website, find our address. Send me, send me something. Say, hey, Brother Willie, I've trusted Christ as my Savior. Find my email address. Email me. I'll be glad to send you some literature. I'll send you some uh, devotionals. You can get started reading the Bible and you can start a little program. Thank you today for listening. Your challenge today is simply this. When you see bad things happen and when you see all the wicked things in this world occur, remember, Jesus Christ is our hope. Follow God and his representative and fervently pray for those that have infirmities or issues. Thank you for listening. The Lord bless and keep you. Until next time, we meet again. That's all the time we have today. Join us again as we unlock new mysteries in God's Word. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to put the Lord Jesus Christ first in your life as you walk with Him this year.